Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 182 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined inside my panel of John Self. Are you ready to ride? Yes. Oh, yeah. This episode, this spe- special episode, because this is being released on an off week, because I always release episodes on the 1st and 15th. This particular episode is falling somewhere in between. Uh, I've been meaning to do bonus episodes uh, all year, and uh, August <laughs> is the first I got to it, so better late than never. But this episode, we are talking about SeaWorld Craft Beer Festival and Epcot's Food and Wine. John has uh, partaken in both, and I have two to a certain extent. So uh, we'll talk all about that stuff. But before we get to that, let's do some housekeeping. First, go to Twitter, Pastor John Self. Follow, like, enjoy. Uh, he's out and about. John, do you want to do any plugs? I'm sure there'll be plenty because we're going to talk about food and wine. And <laughs> yeah, that is true. World, so I think we'll be good, but you know, all right. You know, just follow me on you know Pastor John, and remember John is spelled with no H's because H's are ooh. Ooh. John Self, and so you can catch me there. And I'm sure in 40 other social media places. So we'll go indubitably. There. Also, please go to the YouTube channel, uh, <laughs> Vacationers Podcast, uh, like that if you could. I would greatly appreciate that. Or follow that, rather, or subscribe. <laughs> we're, we're recording this episode sub 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning, so forgive us. We're a little punchy, but I got my coffee. Sorry, I'm considering it before 7 a.m. Central Time. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. But, well, I mean, can no, you really... No, no, no. No, I'm still hiding behind Central Time. Nah, I, don't I don't care how much so. time I spend in, in Eastern Time. <laughs> yeah, I'm nah, hiding behind Central. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, I spent uh, a couple years ago. I spent a week in Hawaii. Can I can I use that? Like, no, oh, that does not okay, count. Okay, damn it. All right. Uh, also, vacationerspodcast.com is live as well. Go there, uh, check that out. John has some articles up, and I have links to the podcast and the YouTube channel. So go check that out today. Speaking of YouTube channel, if you go there, you will find such great things as live streams every Wednesday. We're at a Disney or Universal park every Wednesday, so go check that out. We go to Disney's Character Warehouse, and check out the deals every month. So uh, you can be sure to enjoy that at the beginning of every month. And the latest uh, ad hoc videos, Craft Beer Festival at SeaWorld Orlando. That's right. What we're talking about today, there is a video for it. So go check that out. We're rope dropping at SeaWorld Orlando. We just released the rope dropping at, or the second rope dropping at the Magic Kingdom. That was a glorious day. Thank you, John, for joining me. That was fantastic. Let's get right into what we're here for, and that is... The SeaWorld Craft Beer Festival and Epcot's Food and Wine. First, we'll start with SeaWorld's Craft Beer Festival. It runs July 28th to September 4th, so there is not a lot of time left in this festival. Fridays through Sundays, 12 p.m. to one hour prior to park close, which, uh, you know, off the cuff, I'm saying is probably 9 p.m. typically on your typical night, so probably 12 to 8, so you got a good eight hours of uh, craft beer festival yumminess. Of course, you can buy lanyards, $75 for 12. Of course, if you're an annual pass holder, you get 15 instead of 12. Uh, I did that, and actually, I did that, and I, uh, they ran out of the, you know how you have the lanyard, and then you have the, the rope around, or you have the card in the lanyard. They were out of lanyards. They had the cards only for the annual pass holders. They had them for the 12, but they didn't have them for the, like, shouldn't we get preferential treatment? Like, come on. I, I have a hard time disagreeing with you. So I know that you like to be the entitled pass holder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have a hard time arguing that. Yeah, like, take them off of that one and give me one. Because there, there's a bunch sitting there. She's like, well, those are for the regular ones. Like, well, I don't care about that. Those people don't butter your bread. Actually, they probably do put more money into their coffers. Well, I don't know, because I do their food events, so I'm not so sure. They also have an eight sample for $60, which... Seems outrageously expensive. One thing about the SeaWorld Entertainment Parks, their festivals, they are designed solely to get you to buy the cards. Because if you go out of pocket at these booths, you're going to be paying an absorbent amount. I mean, ridiculous amount of money. It just, you don't ever do it. Don't, 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 don't. I can't imagine ever making enough money where I would do that in lieu of just buying the card. Because if you got the card, even if you don't use it, you're still going to come out ahead. 
<laughs> well, and then you could give to someone too, right? As you're leaving, like I'm not going to use this. So you could like, hey, here you go. I'm, gift it. By the way, the the conversation that's happening that you can't see non-verbally is I'm just letting Tom rant right now because <laughs> he's just going on and on because I can think of a few exceptions. But his point is is very, yes, very, very yes. valid. It's very valid. So make sure if you go to this festival, uh, you know, buy the lanyard, buy the card, and you'll have savings for sure. Unlike the festival we're talking about after this one where there, there is no said card. But the pricing is more in – I mean, it's still expensive, but we'll get to that later. All right, let's look at some menus. Because the Craft Beer Festival is glorious. And like I said, there is a YouTube video where John and I tried all but one of the new offerings. Well, that's not true because there was two pretzel, new pretzel offerings. Okay, first, the, the surfboard pretzel is not new. They've had that at other festivals. Right, it's called the Pipeline Pretzel. Oh, I'm sorry, the Pipeline. In honor of the Pipeline, the, yes. surf, the surf coaster. The surf coaster, which is a glorious coaster. Yeah, so that pretzel may be new for this event, but that pretzel has been around. It's it's done it's 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 time so that's not new so I threw it off the list and the other one it was, was it a, was here for Seven Seas Food Festival earlier this year yes and then the other pretzel they had was a beer mug pretzel <laughs> they just made it look like a beer mug it's a pre, it's just a pretzel but it, did you try it John I've tried both of the pretzels and are they any different other than their shape um, at the risk of getting nasty notes from uh, from other food bloggers no they are no different except for their shape yeah I mean it's just uh, they could have a, an event full of just pretzels shaped of different things and say they're all new items for the year. But with, in fairness, we have uh, the mouse is, you know, they've just changed the frosting and changed the look of 15 things and called it a new item this year. But they can rest on their loyals. Uh, SeaWorld doesn't have that. Uh, that, that they, they, they're not up there yet. They, they, they're trying to catch up. So wow. they, they don't have. Well, wow. we'll have to have this conversation <laughs> off camera. Yeah. <laughs> You, you want to treat people, and never mind. I'm going to let it go. That, dub, that double standard was amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Of the three major theme park chains in Orlando, as the third, the, la- the ranked lowest, you got to you know ex- excel, exceed to try to get up. Now, granted, if they're like, hey, this ain't going to happen. Like, we're not going to you know, ever get there, so let's do our thing. That's another story, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, so... Craft Beer Festival let's goes through some of the booths. They have the uh, Flame Bar or Flame Craft Bar, which is a bunch of beer, which you would expect from a uh, craft beer festival. Um, they have the Barley Barn, which has more beer. Uh, oh, Lager Than Life, which is interesting. They don't have a lager in their Lager Than Life uh, booth or stand or whatever they call these things. Sorry, something you'll catch as we go along if he decides to list every single name of these of these craft beer festivals. <laughs> oh, they're glorious. Yeah. Tom enjoys. Um, I love. Tom it. enjoys a good pun and a bad pun. I love any pun. So you're going to get a lot of those, and I think they just ran out. They wanted to use lo- logger than life, and they couldn't find a booth to use it for. Okay, but throw a logger in there. I once again, you're correct. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> warning the people who are listening that I'd like to formally apologize on behalf of the Vacationers podcast and more of the of the jokes about puns that are coming. Oh, they're going to be glorious, glorious. Do not apologize for great puns. Yeah, okay. Cafe de Mar, that's their normal one they always have, and there's nothing new in there. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. There's the new Pipeline Pretzel, <laughs> which is not new. We've already established this, but... Well, maybe because it's served with High Stepper American IPA beer cheese? Is it always with that? Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess it's new to the event, so they call it new. Next, Brews and Chews. Here, uh, what was new that we got... Oh, so I did get the Fistful Frozen Whiskey Sour, which was very good. I was very disappointed you didn't get any Funky Buddha product from funky the stand. Funky Buddha. Um, I did get. I got the did you get Vi- Funky Buddha later? I got, no, no, before. The first time we went, I got the Funky Buddha Vibin Groovable Lager. Wow, that sounds like that should be at VAM 69. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that You don't say that after having a couple of them because it's very difficult to try to get that out. You yeah. definitely don't say this before you're... I got the whiskey sour the second time around. Before, so we, before rope drop time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the first time we went, we got the pulled pork slider and the boozy s'mores. Mm-hmm. Then we circled back around and got the cheese curds just because it's a new. So there's three mm-hmm. new items in this booth, and we got two of them. And then at the end of the night or end of the day, we got the last one. So let's talk about the pulled pork slider. I thought it was very, very good. Um, it was spicy, theme park spicy. I thought it was fantastic. I thought this slider uh, hit the spot. Um, I think it was a good slider. I mean, I, I think on for some sites, um, 
I believe this did make a top four or top five list of oh, things to get at the yeah. craft beer festival. Um, the spice is inconsistent based on the jalapeno. It's mainly based on the jalapeno inside of it, not the jalapeno slaw, which is listed. Yeah. So that'd be a, the only criticism. But it's it's a quality pork slider, and if you're getting you're purchasing a lanyard and getting one for essentially six bucks, it's yeah. a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, next, we did the cheese curds. Yeah. If you're gonna call it cheese curds, all right, you gotta. Squeak. It needs to be squeaky cheese. Can you explain that to people who may not understand what? Okay, anyone means? anyone who's from the north, you know, Wisconsin, upstate New York, those kind of places, dairy farms, well, you know, cheese curd. We're in the early in the process of making the cheese. <laughs> and it's very flexible, and it, if you press on it or you bite it, it will squeak. It'll make a little squeaky sound. Oh, it actually squeaks. Yes, squeaky uh, cheese. Right, That's where the right. phrase comes from. Ah. And they've taken some of this that probably wasn't really cheese curd. I mean, it wasn't bad cheese, but it probably wasn't cheese curd. Yeah. Just, and they deep fried it. Um, cheese nuggets. Is all yeah, was. pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, it was fine, but uh, I know that with Thrill Stays Travels, when we were doing the full thing during media day, I don't want to say this nicely. We had the, I had this towards the end. Yeah. I was done at this point. <laughs> that was when I said, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm leaving. Oh, yeah, I have to go to Disney Springs and cover some more food, but I'm uh, leaving now. Oh, my Lord, yeah. Okay, so. all right. It does come with a spicy ranch, um, and I, I'm eh. trying to remember if that was spicy. The reason you can't remember is it's not memorable. Okay, yeah, I don't remember it, so there you go. And then we got the boozy s'mores. This has graham cracker and marshmallow fluff and chocolate ganache and some type of booze. I'm not sure what that is, but, yeah, it was good. I, um, it wasn't overly boozy. Um, as we'll get to later, Yes. There are items that the person who's a lightweight when it comes to booze yes. me, um, said, um, I can't have any more of this, which this was not one of those things. I, I've had several of these and no yeah. effect whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, no. I, they, these are barely boozy for sure. These are not like the boozy cupcakes during yeah. the blah, 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 seven, seas. seven Seas. Yeah, yeah. your kids can uh, enjoy these. Right. There's little harm there. But, yeah, it, it's good. It was a s'mores. I mean, if, you, if you're if you wanting a s'mores, this is a s'mores. You'll it's, it's, it's what do, you do be careful. We're not being critical of C-Roll on this aspect. Um, the presentation and the photo do not look anywhere similar. The, the, <laughs> the chefs have obviously decided that the preparation method they had planned to use when the photos were taken won't work in real life. Uh, it was like a more of a cup. Yes. And now it's more of a flat it's thing. much flatter now. Uh, okay. All right. And I have to insert this joke. <laughs> there will be a piece of Hershey chocolate. On the boozy s'mores. Yeah, there is. If you know anything about theme parks in the United States, enjoy the irony of serving <laughs> a Hershey chocolate. Okay. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Uh, next, New Orleans Corner. Uh, nothing new there, so we skipped them. Well, you may have had something there, John. The tachos. Uh, I did, ta- did have the tachos. Um, Those are always good, but they're, they're back. They're okay. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't. You know, they're they're safe, and so were the beignets. Both of those were just safe. No mac and cheese or uh, Yingling in this booth this year. Last year, I mean, it seemed like this booth always has Yingling and always has mac and cheese. And no, I'm sorry for those of you unaware. Tom, if he if he's need to go with, we'll call it basic beer, always uses the Yingling. Oh yeah, yummy yummy. Uh, pub grub, more beer, beer. Oh oh, they also have the reimagined 60 minute IPA dog. I almost got this, but uh, at the last minute, pulled away. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a hot dog that has beer cheese on it. <laughs> yep. I'm sure it'd be good. And there's a better option in this category. Yeah. Uh, you know, crispy onions. Uh, they do have sauerkraut on it, so okay. There you go. Uh, wish you were beer. <laughs> Glorious. Absolutely lovely. Uh, let's see what we have here. Uh, Summer Shanty. I did get this. It was expensive. It was 50, so I decided so typically with these um the the cards that you get these uh, meal cards you're better served if you can financially afford it to buy full size alcohol at the booths and use the cards squarely for food because the food has no sample size the food is one size it is what it is where the beer they have two sizes they have a sample size and they have the regular size. What's listed on the menus is the regular size. So you're looking at it, you're saying, oh, wow, it's $15 for this beer, but I can use my sampler for six. No, that's not the case because you get a much smaller cup for the sample size. So you're not getting a $15 value beer. You're getting much smaller. So uh, I think I actually took the two cups and I 
figure out the ounces <laughs> and you are better served buy it out buy it out of pocket get the discount because you do you get the uh, ap discount. oh that's if you have an ap right if you have an ap get the ap discount and then use the the um, samples only for food because that's you're going to maximize your value of the card if you use it for food only because otherwise you're getting basically thimbles of uh <laughs> of uh beer and other other drinks. Now, the summer shandy, like I said, I think it was fifteen dollars, and it's citrus ale lemonade garnished with a lime wedge, uh, with some type of beer. It doesn't say that. That's weird, huh? I don't know. But yeah, they're mixing lemonade with like they're they're lowering the alcohol content, and they're still charging a cocktail price for it. So I don't understand that. But what are you gonna do? I did do have some new items here that we got. We did the short rib poutine and the pork belly kimchi. Uh, let's start with the poutine. I thought it was fine. Not a lot of gravy and yep. not a lot of cheese curds, as we noticed. Um, um, when I went back later, there was more cheese curds, but oh, still the same gravy issue. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure. This is why, as a food blogger, you should go back more than once. Poutine's weird, right? Because gravy's kind of a key. Like That's like having poutine without fries. Like You're missing a key component to poutine. <laughs> you need the gravy. Uh, it was fine. I, I enjoyed it, but nothing memorable. I would not get it again. Um I know for some lists, I think for attractions, this fell in the number five on the list, mainly because the really? por- portion size is rather large. You do did get a decent portion there's size. Nothing, there's nothing bad about this entree. The portion size is large. You've got some side wonder fries that are prepared fairly well that are the base of the poutine. Yeah. Um, the, the short rib is, I mean, I've said it in lots of different places. It's if you put a, a pork roast in the crock pot, you know, and you came back later in the day to eat it. That's what this tasted like. It wasn't uh, overly flavored. You didn't use the. You put it in the morning. You go to church and you come back on Sunday to have it for lunch. That's that's how I've explained it every other time. But I don't like to, <laughs> I don't like to say things the same way over and over. Uh, I was waiting for that. Um, sorry, my bad. Um, John's greatest hits. <laughs> and so, so if you're looking for something, it's safe. You, you've got picky eaters. Yeah, and you want to fill safe. and you want to yes. fill them up because you don't want to you don't want to spend more money on food at SeaWorld. Yeah. Sorry, SeaWorld. Um, this would be a good way to go. Yes. Now, I personally would get the next dish, the pork belly and kimchi. Uh, now, you had do you have did you have this a second time? I've had this three times. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'm very curious to to hear your thoughts because the first time you had it, the very first bite you had something hard that you actually had to spit out. So that's not a great way to try no. the dish. Yeah. Now, but you've had it three more times. I found it to be glorious. I thought it was spicy. It was full of flavor. The cornbread was good. Every component of this was good. And combined, it was fantastic. I would get this over again, over and over and over. I thought it was fantastic. John, you weren't as high on this the first time we ate it. What's your opinion now that you've had it multiple times? Um, all the different listicle articles I've written about SeaWorld Food Festival, this has always made it into the top, whether it was a top five, a top six, a top four, oh, a top okay. three. It wouldn't make my top five. Yeah. Even the three times I've had it, it wouldn't make my top five. Um, everything is prepared fairly well. I would have liked a better quality of pork belly, but then again, you got to remember you're at a food festival and yeah. you're paying, if you've got the lanyard, you're paying 6 to $7 for this, you need to be fair. Yeah. The components are good, and I always give a higher rating to non-traditional theme park food. This yes. would be non-traditional theme park food. This is not something you're going to go to Which is why something other co- parts something coming up later that's very traditional theme park yeah. food is shocking that it makes my top 3. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, very good. I'd highly recommend the pork belly and kimchi at the Wish but You Were Beer. But just understand expect you're not getting tradition if you're you have anybody who's a picky eater, do not let them have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. This one definitely uh it's just, it it ta- I mean it's 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 an adventure, a flavor adventure. Uh, next, hops and dreams. Um, yeah. Did you just, skip something there? This returning yeah, did. favorite. Did you uh, have the, the, the chocolate, chocolate bourbon, bourbon pecan, pie, pecan pie, which is a food blogger favorite at SeaWorld? I thought this one was just okay. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, so the the people uh, or the bloggers at least they. Yes. Talk about this one like being really mm-hmm. good. The food bloggers. Let's oh, okay. let's get a Be very specific. very yeah. specific narrow group Chocolate, of us. Chocolate bourbon pecan. Pie. Yeah, pecan pie is never. I don't know. If, actually, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever had a pecan pie. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Then hops and dreams. Uh, more beer. More puns. They have the jalapeno margarita, which they had at the uh, Seven Seas. Oh my lord, so good, so so good. I love that one. 
Uh, Distilled Delights is the next. Uh, and, yeah, more drinks. Oh, okay, we had this. Or I had the Mango Mezcal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. It was, um, it was definitely different. I, I don't I don't drink um You don't drink mezcal, mezcal very often? at all. I think it's probably my first time I've ever had it. It's, it's pretty scary that I'm the mezcal expert. Yeah. Only because I've gone to enough tequila tastings <laughs> as, as press that I'm that I'm like which is hilarious because I'll take one sip of each yeah. thing. Yeah. And um yeah, mezcal I mean obviously it's in the I'm insulting tequila experts here. I apologize to all of you. <laughs> mezcal is in the tequila family. Yeah. But it's a different kind of drink. Yeah, it was fine. I would get that again. Uh, go for the grain booth. Uh, let's see what they have here. Okay, yeah, so we did get something here. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> they have the walking taco. It's back. We had it, I had it last year. It was good. But we did get the uh, Michelada Shrimp Ceviche. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just say. For the record, I also had the. Did you have the. Euro brown. Assume if it's on the food, I had it. Brown L cupcake. Yep. How was that? I guess we'll talk about that real quick. It was decent. Oh, Bailey's Irish Buttercream Frosting? Yeah, I expected it to have more Bailey's flavor. It didn't. No? Uh, okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, the ceviche, it's a very good shrimp salsa. I will say that. And on the day that we went, it was 5,000 degrees. And this is a very chi- this is a chilled dish that you get with your chips. You get... Um, uh, tortilla chips, basic round, yeah. Tostitos tortilla chips. And I thought it was, I thought it was really good for what it, for what it was. Maybe not what it's called, yep. but for what it was, it was refreshing and it tasted good. And you got a decent number of shrimp in the dish. I do, as as much as I would downgrade this item for lots of reasons. Um, the shrimp quantity is not one of them. Yeah, no, the you, shrimp you quality was average, but okay, fine. Yes, You're, you you didn't go to. You didn't go to the boathouse at Disney Springs, okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not be critical here. So ceviche, maybe it's not the best ceviche you've ever had, um, but as a you know a chilled dish to have on a very hot mm-hmm. summer day, it was it was very. I can beautiful. tell you during the media event, that's what everybody said. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Then the off the vine, that's always over there. That's their wine tasting. You're gonna skip the walking taco. I talked about it. Did you have it? Okay, it was fine. The walking taco is the hot item this year. You're going to see it at lots of food festivals. So, oh, yes. Yeah, I know so, why. It's um, like, hey, well, it's good for a food festival because you don't need to – you can walk with it because it's in it, a bag. It wasn't mobile. bad. It wasn't bad. It was their walking taco, and I'll be happy to compare it to the Disney version and the Universal version in future weeks. Uh, was the, the chips to toppings ratio was very chip heavy. Okay. So that All would right. be a concern. But, yeah. if, but if you're trying to feed – you're trying to entertain kids. I'm sorry. This sounds like bad parenting. I'm, I know it's not bad parenting. <laughs> the reason that you may need to have three be- three sample beverages because you have three children. Yes. If you yeah. need to feed the three children, get each one of them a walking taco, yep. they'll be happy. Yes. Yeah. I had it last year, and it was good. But, yeah, I mean, it is what – I mean, it's what you would expect it to be. But, yeah. Uh, then sweet and sour booth. A uh, bunch of beer, obviously. Sangria. Some food. Fizzy Shine. Um, didn't have anything here. Sam Adams Best Bites. I think we did have something here, if I'm not mistaken. We did. Oh, or okay. Or if you didn't, I had all of it. I, okay. Oh, so yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start with the beef tacos. Um, I didn't have that. It's a re, it's a reimagined beef taco. Uh, how was it? I oh. did have this. This is one of the best items at SeaWorld Food Festival. We, we went an interview. I think you can find it on Thrill Stays Travel. Um, we interviewed the... Head chef for this, um, they were trying to go with a Latin Latin conversation. We had a conversation with him about his inspiration for this beer festival and trying to design food that goes with beer and to pair with all the local beers and all the things that go with that. Um, they have a little grill, or it's like a, I call it a griddle, a large yeah. griddle out on that stand, which got to be miserable for the staff oh my because God. it's hot. That heat, They're no. literally making the tacos on that griddle as you order them. And so there, I would not fresh. call them... Tacos, I would use some other Latin term, but they are technically tacos and they are far better. And if I, you know, it ever gets published, I did a comparison between the Epcot Food Festival tacos and this one. Spoiler alert for later in the episode, these are 15 times better. Wow. Okay. Now, don't miss it. I'm not, these aren't going to change your life. Yeah. But they were, if you're had a laner, these were easily worth the money. And yeah. The chef, chef was, was very 
proud of these and they yeah. do a good job okay yeah they sound good now what? see how glowing and wonderful i am right now yeah now tom's gonna move on uh, okay and next is the street corn now to preface this i had the giant piece of corn the cob street corn they had uh last year at bush gardens tampa they had it with the flaming cheetos and it was the one of the best things i've ever eaten this previous year at SeaWorld Seven Seas, they had a street corn. I was excited till I saw it. It was one of those little uh, corn, uh, whatever, the small ones, like a half yeah, a vis- ear. Visualize a tiny ear of corn. Yes. And that's and then now visualize it 20% smaller. That's what it was. Yeah, it was that. And it just, it wasn't, uh, I didn't even have it because it was way, well, I mean, saying it's overpriced, you know, it, obviously. But it just wasn't even worth, like, like no, this is not going to be what I want. And then this year... For the craft beer, they actually have the street corn with the flaming Cheetos. It's the full ear of corn. So I was like, oh, man, this was so good at Bush Gardens Tampa. We got it, and the freaking corn was so undercooked. I mean, it was like it, – it wasn't raw, but, I mean, it was a very, very undercooked piece of corn. John, please tell me you've had this since, and it was – cooked properly i was so afraid to have this again during the media event <laughs> well during the media event they'd have to have it right I mean, no but, oh. you keep you keep assuming that during the media <laughs> event they gave us lanyards to go around oh okay we were not getting special food we were uh, not in a special thing we were right. going around with the same food everybody else had gotcha i was too afraid to order it and had other people order it and they did not express the same concern but they still didn't think the corn was really well prepared okay the yeah. toppings were fine. The preparation was still lacking, All which you is amazing because it's the same booth we make the tacos. Uh, hopefully next year they get the uh, the timing right for their cooking the corn, and it will be glorious. Maybe they decided to cook it the same that they, they try to cook the little ones. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Then they had the churro cheesecake, which was new. This is the one thing I did not get during eh. our day. Eh, it was okay. It, uh, eh, it wasn't bad, but there are things I would pick over it. Yeah, okay. And there's no alcohol on this one? I don't recall any. I don't see. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about... As we discussed, I, yeah. I might be sensitive to that. All right. Next, Waterway Bar. Uh, they have nothing but... They have beer. They have Yingling on this one, so hello, hello, hello. Then the next booth, L, yeah, A-L-E. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, they have more beer, of course, and they have a margarita. So And they have a uh, Surf's Up cocktail. Uh, so I'm sure that was good. Then we go to Mama's Pretzel Kitchen. Where they have a lot more beer. Don't 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 leave Mama's Pretzel Kitchen without this. We have a uh, we have no pun, and we have no pretzels. Yeah, no pretzel. They never do. Every <laughs> every year or every uh, festival, they have this open as one of the booths. It's a it's a permanently standing pretzel is, kitchen, which is the irony. Maybe that's why, because those pretzels are always available. So in the Mama's Pretzel Kitchen. Um, craft beer booth. This is the uh, the beer are the only things that are for the festival. Everything else is year round, so you don't list them. Maybe I'm thinking. Well, the irony. Hey, what booth right next to it? Oh, yeah, literally yeah, right next a pretzel, to it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Uh, I'm looking at this, and they have a uh, brew bus, the Lantern Pumpkin Spice Latte. Hello, Sounds like you. Hello, hello. And then they have a uh, Three Daughters Key Lime Cider. Also sounds like you. Yes. Then they have a Three Daughters Coffee Coffee Blonde L, which I would also absolutely love. So yeah, this place sounds quite delightful. And then next, be malty, not salty. Which is Food. literally next door, and yes. you literally have to walk out of the one place into the next. And I'm sure all the the the, the beer mug pretzel that's here is made. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So this place has. Uh, we did get some stuff here, or we got one thing here. Uh, let's start with the beer mug pretzel, which you said you got. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get it. It's it's a pretzel in the shape of a beer mug. It's pretty self-explanatory. I got it. It was a decent pretzel. Yeah, and the beer fine. cheese was decent. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin Brothwurst. I'll we let did you get this. rant about that. Um, this was good. Uh, so it's a pretzel bun, and the bratwurst is in it. Unfortunately, the bratwurst, how they prepare it, they put the bratwurst in the bun and set it, set it in a warmer, so the bratwurst dries out a little bit. Um, but they throw a ton of toppings on it. Uh, including a very spicy, or not a very spicy, but spicy mustard, which really, if it's on it, you take a bite, overpowers everything else on the, on it. This was the one item when we all were going around because we left area 20. I'm helping him on the map. We left area 20 where we were based yeah. when we went to 18, yeah. which is nearby. I pretty much directed all the media to 
you should get the Wisconsin Bratwurst. And they yep. all looked at me like, some of them who didn't know I was were like, what? And everyone who did immediately ran to the booth. <laughs> was like getting the Wisconsin Bratwurst. Um, the, the brown mustard was not as overwhelming on that day. Oh, really? So just was so there you, less of it? Must there was, have been. There was less been. of it. Okay, just so okay. those of you with frame of reference, the media day happened the Friday after the opening weekend. Yeah, okay. So, so just for they, some context. Did they still have the bratwurst in the bun? Yes, it was all the same preparation mm-hmm, and all the same toppings. I love still a good. good. I love a good pretzel bun, and I love a good bratwurst. And as a sample, this is a very good value for a sample. It's a full brat on a full bun with a lot of toppings. I mean, it's it's good. Now, I, I think the bratwurst they had for the craft beer fe- or the Seven Seas Festival was better. I think it was better prepared and uh, better stored, uh, just a better overall brat. But this still was uh, was very good. But maybe a l- slight step down from Yeah, this in every listicle article I wrote, this this makes the list, which goes against my rule of non-traditional foods. Yes. So you know it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then they had the pretzel-wrapped bratwurst. This is a returning favorite. Um, um, everybody who had this, I guess technically I did not have this. Um, everyone who had this said it was good, but they wish they'd gotten the Wisconsin bratwurst. Oh yeah, I mean you got the Wisconsin bratwurst comes on a pretzel bun, so it's essentially the same thing. You're just losing out on the toppings if you get the pretzel wrapped bratwurst. So maybe price wise it makes, but if you have a sampler, it doesn't matter. So go right. for the full gusto. Yeah, it's like getting a funnel cake with one topping or getting a funnel cake with a ton of toppings. Go for the one if they're all Tom, the same price. Tom is a funnel cake fan, by the way. <laughs> I've eaten the world's best, and I know where it is, and I'm not telling anyone. Uh, beer Garden, number 19 booth, a uh, bunch of beer, as you would come to expect. Number 20, Donut Forget My Beer. <laughs> all right, this one has three donuts that we tried. They're all new, and I'm, I, I'm curious to hear about the one because the one was god-awful, and let's start with that one. That was the uh, Bacon Me Crazy. This is a Kona glazed donut and bacon. When we had it, now two things about this one. The person that was handing us the donut <laughs> asked us oddly many times. Just if we clarify, wanted, asked you. Asked me many times if I wanted that particular one. And at the time, I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? I know it was very odd. I didn't understand what was going on, but after we she got it. She was lovely and sweet and obviously had a little struggle with English to so make it hard for her. Maybe. Is that what it was? But maybe she was trying to warn us that this thing was old as dirt and we shouldn't be getting it. So, John, so it was dry. It had no taste. It was void of any flavor. We didn't even finish it when we got it. it we threw it away, half of it away. It was just not it, – it was the epitome of empty calories. Like, literally, you could just take fat and, and, and inject it into your veins. And you have a better time than eating the stupid bacon meat crazy. Did you have it after, and is it any better? I would not have used that harsh of a language, but he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was clearly the worst thing, and for any site that I wrote a – Best and worst article. This makes the list every single time. On the worst side, it I'm was sure. not good. I do have a couple colleagues that had it and thought it was really good. Really? I made fun of not really good, but good. I made fun of them. <laughs> and maybe they're not culinary experts, but they did enjoy it, and that's great. It's not well prepared. Yeah, I say pass they're, on this 100%. Yeah, it's definitely, especially if this, even if it's improved in quality, it doesn't compare to the other options. Yeah, I mean, even if it's at, at its best, it's a glazed donut with some bacon. It was a flat donut. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. It just and we're not good. talking Everglazed Voodoo donut. No, no, bacon no. no. This with is maple. We're no, talking yeah, just no. average donut. This is like bacon bits. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, no. And it had less flavor than you would like. You think, oh, bacon will give it something. No, no. Nope. Somehow they sucked all the flavor out of the bacon too. It was very, very plain. Uh, next, we'll go with the twist and shout. This is a you Guinness mean the twist and stout. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm missing my own puns. Twist and Stout Guinness Glazed Cronut. Now, I've never had a Cronut. I thought it was very good. I liked it. It was crunchy because, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, yeah, it was not crunchy, but you know what I mean. It was um, crisper or whatever. Okay. Two things. Yeah. Insert. This is proof we're not scripted at all because I'm still not <laughs> awake. Um, for those of you who are in the Orlando area, we are recording this a day or two after the Cronut returns to Epcot Connections Cafe. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't ooh and ah. I didn't think it was ever oh. that great in the past, but we'll see. Uh, I may go have it today sometime after this recording. Um, a cronut is kind of a merging of a donut and a croissant. It's kind of an acquired thing. This is the twist and stout. I know I'm more sensitive to, and maybe I've had Guinness a little more than other beverages based on being overseas and yeah, environments you I'm Guinness in. Yeah, you picked Guinness out of it. Yeah. 
I detected the Guinness immediately, um, even after the next donut, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah, that, that is amazing. Okay. I didn't pick up any right. alcohol at all in it when I, I ate Just it. for comparison, we're spoiler alert ahead. Did you detect any alcohol in the next donut? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I just want to be clear. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a good play on the cronut, but you need to kind of like the texture of cronuts. Yeah, I thought it was good. I right. liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was definitely the, the number two donut I'd get. Well, I mean, and I would not get the Bacon Me Crazy at all. The next one did make many of my best article lists. Yes. The next and the last new donut for this year is the Grown Ups Donut Holes. This is Kona Glazed Donut Holes, Chocolate Mousse, and Sugar. Very, very good, and oh my lord. When you put it in your mouth and you bite into it, immediate immediate liquor like it just bam like you taste i, I had the first one yeah. which rarely when tom and i do stuff together do i take the first taste because i try to get an idea of what he thinks it is first yeah. i have a decent idea of his palate i took the first one i don't think i could have four of those yeah yeah and that once again lightweight if i have half a beer i yeah i, I get yeah. a buzz so let's be fair here it was very um, strong i don't think i would be serving these to children Actually, let me rephrase that. I know. Yeah, I'm no, no, no. Children. And children would not like them. I don't think they would actually. No, they'd be like, oh, it's like cough syrup or something. I don't know what they would. Well, they, I thought the chocolate on top was good. Yeah, I'm just saying that initial hit of the yeah, liquor. Maybe. I, I think they would. It was definitely. Even I could tell as someone who doesn't drink this very often. I detected the Kona in the first bite. Yeah, no. And actually, after after I chewed it, like three times it was back to being just a good donut hole like the it was very quick that the liquor hits very quick yep. and, and dissipates rather quickly i think it lingered a little bit more with you but for me <laughs> it did it, it, it went away very quickly i thought they were because we had this towards the end i'd already had two or three marginal oh yeah yeah items. this was like literally one of the last things we had so i, I didn't want to eat at this point but uh john we, for, we made for it media day i had this early on uh, so it was okay. a lot easier uh yeah i thought it was fantastic i would definitely get this again uh you get four of them i'm not sure what the price is they were all the same i'd have to go look up an article i want to say they were 10.99 without the lanyard yeah so i mean they're expensive they're, they're not cheap and even with the lanyard for six bucks you're getting four donut holes it's probably not the greatest value yeah but they're they are boozy yes but they so are boozy definition and they are they too taste good i i would certainly not get bacon me crazy if you're going to get two donut things uh, I maybe double down on the grown-up donut holes or get the twist and stout and the grown-up donut holes and stay away from the bacon me crazy. Yeah. Because it's bacon me crazy. All right. Uh, then they have the Glacier Bar. They have that every year. Oh, they had a spicy margar- or spicy pineapple margarita. I would like that. And that's it. That be the food. So, John, what did you think of the craft beer uh, festival here at SeaWorld Orlando? Um, ironically, as a foodie, this is my first time going to the Craft Beer Festival yes. at SeaWorld, so I don't have a great frame of reference. Um, I think it was a good. I think it's a good event for SeaWorld. I think they're trying to do a good thing. They're trying to improve the product. They're trying to fill in that gap in between, you know, the last part of summer leading into Hollow Scream. Yeah, and I think it's a good event to do that with. And I like the fact that they don't just generically because the Bush Gardens parks they have the beer fest going on right now. Right. Uh, and I'm glad they don't just kind of use that generic name. Well, they I mean, even the Seven Seas Festival, right? They don't use the food and wine right. moniker because mm-hmm. I guess they can't. Yeah. I mean, Epcot has it, right? So yep. they'd get uh, – Well, it just be, wouldn't help them. Yeah, it just wouldn't be good. So, yeah, I like the fact that they have – their events are a little different. And as a craft beer festival, I've, like I've always said, they have plenty of food. So if you want to go and eat and like, just like you would at the Seven Seas, there's plenty of food options here. For you to sample around and enjoy. I think a better way to say it, if you were not into beer, yes, this oh, is still okay, a yes. decent event. Yes, you can still have a good time if you do not like beer, for sure. Well, you don't and like alcohol By the way, I don't all. like and, beer. Yeah. Well, I don't mind. It's not well, a dislike don't. of alcohol. I don't like beer. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not, but I'm well aware, you know, if, if half a beer will do me in, imagine what a, a glass yeah. of wine would do. Yeah, yeah. But you had a good time at this event. Yep. And you'd recommend it to people who are non-drinkers. I think I'm okay with that, yeah. Yeah. My only concern would be if you are like an AA, like let's say you you actually because yeah. they have they they yeah. use a yeah. lot of stuff in I this agree. festival. I know I know when you're in a twelve step program it doesn't work like that, but my concern would be if you were if you're in a twelve step program you have systems to guard yourself against this. Yeah. But if you were someone who might need to be in a twelve step program, sorry I'm making a social commentary. Yeah. Don't go here. Don't bring your friend who maybe should be in a twelve step program. Yeah, because th- even though even if they just try to even if they only eat food. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some uh, alcohol mixed in, infused in either the cheese. Yep, I think or the, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I think it's a very, very good event. Uh, like I said, la- two years ago they had it. They extended it a weekend, so I went to the Craft Beer Festival during a day in their Hell of Scream event that night, and it was the perfect day where I could eat and drink all day and then get scared all night. Oh, it was glorious. I loved it. I'm not sure why they keep the two separate. I, I would like to see the opening weekend for them to overlap to try to double, like get double dip there. That would be great. I would assume they're trying to up the based on my messages, though I haven't gotten any info like I expected from SeaWorld this week. Um, I think they're trying to up their food game for this event. Oh, okay. For Hell's Scream. For Hell's okay. Scream. Oh, that'd be good. That's my suspicion based on yeah. some press releases. Well, let's hope so because, uh, oh, man, that'd be good. So, yeah, there we go. That's the Craft Beer Festival. Always, uh, like I said, it's it runs from July. It runs all the way through September 4th now. Yeah, July 28th. Which, is, which I believe 4th. is Labor Day, so there will be a technically a Monday part of this event. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. So go on out. Make sure you buy the lanyard and have a glorious time. All right, now let's get into the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Now, John, I know you tried Presented by Corksicle. Of course. Everything's Corksicle. Uh, I have not tried everything. No, but have you tried all the new stuff? Oh, tried all the new stuff opening day. Opening I've tried day. the new stuff several times. I have so many reviews sitting on my computer just waiting to be finished that I can't get to because <laughs> the new stuff keeps happening. All right, let's start with what I actually tried. Let's talk about the first thing that I actually did sample for this year's event already is the Brew Wing Lab at the Odyssey. So this is uh, Muppets themed. They, they say, oh, the Muppets made some stuff, I guess. <laughs> These are uh, created by um, Dr. Honeydew and Beaker. Uh, Beaker. Beak, 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 beak. Uh, so... The one thing I did get is the Impossible Buffalo Chicken Tenders with plant-based blue cheese, plant-based ranch, and celery. Uh, this is very good. I liked it. It was crunchy. The outside had a crunchy uh, texture, and uh, it was spicy. It was, it was certainly spicy, and it was good. I, I, I have nothing negative to say about this dish. Now you like to, uh, you know, you like to sample uh, the v- vegan and vegetarian stuff. I mean, the fact that I've had a vegan item at a theme park every single day this week and recording on a Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how how do these hold up? These are good. Um, Disney does a good job with the with partnership with Impossible. Uh, those of you familiar with vegan f- plant-based food, because then there's a vague gray area here, because Disney likes to cheat and things that aren't technically vegan call them plant-based. So you got to watch Disney uh. about that. They're not as good as the Gardein version of these chicken tenders, which is another brand um, that tends to be used at Universal. But I think for this event, because the the gimmick of the Brew Wing Lab, even though I, I struggle with the quality of the, the wings that are prepared here, is they any type of wing you could possibly want, they have something that fits what you want. And yeah. there's like seven or options. Like you can start with truly vegetarian, truly vegan. You can get the crispy buffalo Brussels sprouts. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big Brussels then you, sprout you, fan. You know, if you want to stay vegan yep. but have something a little more traditional, it's chicken tenders. Yep. Even though everybody kept ordering on opening day, they kept ordering them as impossible buffalo chicken wings. I'm like, <laughs> you obviously don't know vegan food, but that's yeah. a different conversation. Yeah. And then you work your way around and go from there. But that's not the – I thought they were good. I have a review that I've hemmed and hawed about five or six times. I've probably got 500 words written, but I'm not sure I'm really explaining them very well. I probably will have them explained by the time the festival's op- done. At that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to getting them. My only concern is they are 750, which is one of the concerns I've voiced about a lot of this booth. This booth, technically the sample prices are a lot higher, but the portion size was larger with the wing brew. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I did not have. Did you have the peanut butter and jelly sticky wings? Um, I have had this year. I did have the peanut butter and jelly sticky wings. They were the same, and I'm not trying to pick on Epcot here. They're nothing special. But I mean, it works. Peanut butter and jelly with wings. It does work. And is, is there any spicy? Or is it just peanut butter and jelly? It's peanut butter and jelly. Okay, eh, interesting. Uh, I did get the unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch bonnet pepper curry wings with cool cucumber yogurt. And he's not making that name up, by the way. No, trust me. And, yes, they were very spicy. Very spicy. I uh, Probably the spiciest. Are these the spiciest thing Those in the are the event? top of the scale for the event. Yeah, 100%. So on opening day, I did I did dine on opening day with someone who had these, and they didn't seem to slow him down at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people have. So, so if, you're, if you're a huge top of the scale spicy yeah. person – these won't phase you. If you do the one chip challenge and it doesn't phase you, these yeah. these are nothing. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, okay, yeah. So that booth and all, oh, I guess the beverage. So 
They have a ton of beverages. I had to go for what sounded like the most disgusting thing you'd ever want to get, and that is the pickle milkshake. That's right, a pickle milkshake. And I got to be honest with you. So the the funny thing is I get the milkshake, and I hand it to uh, Elena, and I don't tell her anything about it. Like, Which you do a lot, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's not the way I would treat my girlfriend, but I, <laughs> well, I, know, I, know. I don't have any room to talk not having a girlfriend. I, I, I wanted to get her honest reaction without her saying, oh, you know, if I tell her what it is beforehand, she's going to have a disposition of it being bad, right? So I give it to her. She takes a sip. Nothing. No reaction at all. Go back to the live stream. I, we live streamed it. It was very disappointing. I was like, what? She said, oh, that's good. Like, and I had to take a sip. So, of course, I took a sip. And oddly enough, it definitely tastes like a pickle. But it was a milkshake, and the milkshake was pleasurable, especially when I'm eating the impossibly hot blah, 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 blah wings. The milkshake was definitely welcome. But, you know, it's not something – like if I had multiple milkshakes to pick from, I put this would not be the milkshake flavor. But if this was the only milkshake on the menu, I would get this again. I thought it was a good dill milkshake. It was, was it not, a good it was not deal? a pickle it was not a pickle milkshake it was a dill flavored milkshake. okay well, uh, you know uh, 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 <laughs> that is not a semantic tomato argument. tomato John no. sorry <laughs> anyone who know, anyone who likes pickles will be like well not all pickles are dill pickles yes oh I got the sweet butter or whatever well oh, there's oh. way more way more complicated I, I, than I that but my point is if you if you enjoy the taste of dill this milkshake will be good you'll get an aftertaste of dill that you will enjoy if you don't like overpowering dill as an aftertaste don't order this i didn't feel like it was overpowering though i, I thought it was. you also did have it much later in the festival than opening day that is true that is true so maybe they dumbed down the deal oh, bad deal mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh so yeah this year that's basically all i've had thus far i will we will be going back and eating more sorry, this is where i scoff for a second i know I i'm know. sorry what, what's your favorite theme park i know i know okay Epcot, and, yeah and yeah. what's one of your favorite things to do at the theme park ah, i love to eat and drink okay yeah. that's all i'm trying to say and yet and yet that's all you've had that's it, yeah. So now you're looking at me at this large scale of menu to bail you out and yep. explain what's going on. That's okay. right. Okay, let's do this real quick. All right, so um, uh, what's notable? Um, no, So let's talk, first of all, let's go to Hawaii because uh, last that year... Booth, that I, booth just opened they, up. It just opened. It opened I, up on Tuesday. We're recording I on a Saturday. Absolutely loved their um, Spam uh, Musubi. You keep calling it that. That's yeah, not what it's they not call it. What, yeah, yeah. It was last year. So this year it's spam sushi with sushi sushi rice, teriyaki glazed spam, spicy mayo, eel sauce, and nori. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. Okay. So they did dif- uh, make it different. So uh, and give Disney credit when they change something, they don't tell you. Most of the time, they don't tell you it's new when they just make a slight change. Oh. As Kahlua. opposed as opposed to SeaWorld. Pork slider, sweet and sour, dole, pineapple, chutney, and spicy mayonnaise? Yep. Oh, my God. Those are all returning this year. And that cheesecake. Sunrise vodka, dole whip, pineapple juice, and grenadine. Oh, I know this man. is fascinating what he's discovering the menu at the Hawaii. I know. On the podcast <laughs> oh, I'm live, yeah. Yeah. So uh, talk to me. You you sampled um, some of this? Or I, all of it? I have sampled all of those. I did a review for Pirates and Princesses of the Spam Sushi. Okay. would have come out a lot quicker. If Shiki Sai had not opened the same oh, day, yes, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, and changing my entire schedule, yeah. Um, and then before Tom and I were going over to Universal after that, um, Shiki Sai. In case you're missing it, Shiki Sai Sushi Ishikawa. Um, I, I butchered the last syllable. I apologize. Those of you who speak Japanese, um, opened, which is a huge table service restaurant. We've been waiting to open in Epcot. It opened that same day. It soft opened. Yeah. Which, yeah. spoiler alert, you can find me reviewing it in lots of places whenever those get published. Um, I, I know the Spam Sushi article came out. I thought it was good. Um, I'm re- It's really fortunate for the Spam Sushi that I had it before going to Shiki Sai. Uh, yes, because yeah, <laughs> otherwise you'd be very disappointed. Yes. Very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I know for some of you, you're having an immediate aversion to Spam, but it's a Hawaii booth, so Spam is required. Yes. If it's not, it should be. Um, and I thought it was really good. I had... I didn't enjoy the the wrapper to this, um, mm. but it was like the dark. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it, it the texture wasn't good and the taste wasn't great. I know it's opening day and there were 15 chefs there and 27 cast member executives there because yeah, yeah. it's only two booths and they know 
the blogosphere is about to hit, though very few of us were there. I, I thought it was good. I mean, you can find the review of Pirates and Princesses. I'm sure if you look up Spam, Sushi, or Food and Wine, it'll come up. I thought it was good. I thought it was worth, I think it was $6. The oh, okay. cheat sheet we're using right now does not have the prices on it. You got three pieces of sushi for six dollars. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't bad. Yeah, no, that sounds. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it last year. So the pork slider, which one did you get if you're going to get one of the two? Because I'll if be honest, going with you. to get Hawaii booth, you need to get the spam sushi. Okay. If you're someone who just can't convince yourself that spam is a good idea, uh, the Kahlua pork slider is not a bad choice. Yeah, I too. Until I went to Hawaii. I scoffed at spam. Like any like the the Bush Gardens Williamsburg Food and Wine Festival, they had the spam musubi. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not getting that. That's stupid spam. Then when I went to Hawaii, I'm like, okay, well, I'll try it because I'm here, right? You're gonna try the authentic stuff, and I fell in love with it. I, I thought it was fantastic. So now I'm a big, big fan of uh, the spam sushi, spam, and all the Hawaii stuff. So good. Oh man, I love it. But there you go. Yeah, so yummy. All right, so that's Hawaii. Um, Anything else notable? I know you bad mouth. I guess we should talk about uh, the good, bad, and ugly. So let me find the Italian or the Italy booth because you do not like this one. Okay, just so we're clear, if you find me a food blogger that likes the Italy booth, (laughs) you'll find the first one. All right, let's go. Uh, Two things. Obviously, the Italy booth works under different ownership and management than the rest of the food booths. That's the tricky part of food and wine. I don't want to bore you with this. Some of the food booths are run directly by Disney. Some of them yeah. run by third parties. Yeah. Um, my biggest criticism of the Italy booth is there were three items. Um, you know, there's two. There's a focaccia rapina, which really isn't even what it says it is. The burrata wasn't really burrata cheese on it, but that's a different conversation. A cavalletti pasta dish and then a, a lemon ricotta cheesecake. Um, the three items together cost $27. Oh, okay. okay. And Portion size wasn't noticeably higher than some of the other things that I had, and the food quality was average at best. Okay, that's the standard criticism of the Italy booth. If you want to, if you don't want to do any research and you just want to remember one thing from this podcast, generally do not go to an Italy booth at any food and wine, any Mardi Gras, any event, <laughs> anywhere. I'm just trying to cover all yeah. of the it's something no about bueno. something about Italy. It just doesn't work out well. Tom's going to scoff at this because he did have this. He's forgotten that he's had some other items. Can you find the Alps, please? Oh, oh, oh! you're right. I did have some stuff. Mm-hmm. At the Alps booth, which I believe is in, um, it's near Germany, if I recall. I tend to run together. There oh, were, yeah, the dark there, chocolate fondue. There's two, there's two raclettes that they have. Raclette is kind of a melted cheese dish. That's I wouldn't call it popular in that area of the world, but is popular. It comes with Swiss cheese. Shocker, the Alps one comes with Swiss cheese. <laughs> and you can get it with, obviously comes some potatoes and some other items to go with it. You can get it with shaved ham or without shaved ham. That would be the difference between vegan or vegetarian, uh, between vegetarian and non-vegetarian. And then there, new this year, was a dark chocolate fondue with berries, pound cake, and meringues. And these are yes. kind of solid meringues. Uh, that's been, what those were. Yeah. Okay. I recall this being price point five fifty five seventy five. That sounds about right. I know it made my one. Of, it made at least one of my top lists for food and wine. Um, basically, it's it's nothing special, but every, no. but it works. You get a large amount of dark chocolate. Yep. Um, you get some some berries that work fairly well. Yep. Um, some some little small pound cakes, which were good. Those were good, and then the meringues pair really well with with the dark chocolate. Yeah, I didn't know what they were. I'm yeah, like, they pair what are very these well. Weird things, yeah. Is it amazing and wonderful? No. Is it a safe option that you probably wouldn't normally find? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're into fondue but don't want to pay, go to let's see. I think in this area it's called Melting Pot. Do it. Yeah. Do a fondue event. You know, pay $50 for you just to have fondue, yeah. which I'm not saying that isn't worth it. I'm just saying you just want a sh- brief experience of that. The only negative of this is there's potential I've heard from other um, food bloggers that some of the berry quality dropped. I have not encountered that. I mean, I've had this three times now. The berries were good. I always use the rule of fruit tastes better in Florida. If, yeah. you, if, you, live, <laughs> if you live somewhere where fruit's not, com- not commonly grown, the fruit tastes just better in Florida magically. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to downgrade that. And it does have the potential, and I'm picking on children again. I apologize. I'm an old, gray-haired, white guy. I would not let children eat this because the amount of dark chocolate they will get on their clothes will be bad. Because <laughs> I, I almost got dark chocolate on me. Oh, no. Oh, right? That would be awful. Yes. So you're saying 
fondue, not fondant. We've left SeaWorld, so <laughs> the pun should be over. Uh, never. All right, yeah. Yeah, I did have that. Yeah, that was good. And uh, we also got uh, the um, the sampler, the sangria sampler from some other booth. Yeah, that was from Spain. Spain. Oh, right here. Okay. Um, and sangria that was... should have been your clue. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that's true, yeah. And we got the, uh, she got, what, what did we get? A charcuterie in a cup. Charcuterie in a cup. Let me tell you something. Okay, so they say they have Spanish meats, cheeses, olives, and herbed uh, serrano vinaigrette. <laughs> whatever that is lots of sorry can you olives. tell who's the food blogger and who's not <laughs> once he reads the menu yeah lots of olives holy cow the were olives, lots of olives. The, uh, i don't even like olives but because i'm also uh the type of person who don't like to leave food especially overpriced food or theme park food that you know you pay a lot for i don't throw away food i we got to finish it uh you know okay remember just to circle back remember we threw away half of the bacon bacon donut that is true. Okay. That's how bad that thing was. That was. I mean, he literally Tom tried to shame me into eating yes, it. Yes, I, I did. Didn't. I did. Because you know, I still paid like six dollars or whatever the the, mm-hmm. the car price of it was. <laughs> I agree. That was so bad. Oh my lord. But yeah, and then we got the uh, sangria flight from there as well. It was, it was very good. Go back to the live stream. It's all in the live stream, so you can check that out. So much fun. Uh, what else would you say is a hit in this festival? Let's go for. Two hits and two misses. Do you have Do you have those handy by chance? Italy's got to be a miss. Well, Italy. Okay, yeah. Outside yeah. of Italy, the whole booth just run away from that. Anything else they people should I stay away from? I literally am cheating right now to remember because I've written so many things in the last week or two. Okay, so nothing stands out. So that's good. Well, hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm going not. to cheat at my attractions magazine article. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's it lists um, the dark chocolate fondue as a as a plus. As a plus. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh, how to forget this? Go to the American booth. Uh, I always eat at the American booth. Every festival, I go to American booth. Maybe because I go to the concerts right there, too. Right. The Italy hot beef sandwich with shaved beef, spicy Giardina. G- I always say it, Don. Giardina. Yeah, I always say yeah, it. I and au jus on a French roll. Mm, that sounds good. Um, I Yes, I did do it in the article. I compare it to if you like Portillo's and the beef sandwiches at Portillo's. If you're familiar with Portillo's, you mm. live in the Midwest. Yeah, you're I in the know. South. Okay. You've not. You have a Portillo's near your house. Oh, I ate at one actually. Yes. Sorry. Oh, this okay. is why. This yeah, is why. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I wish this was video so you all could see the look on my face of yeah. disgust. Yeah. John's looking at me like I'm weird. Like, okay, like, what, what did I say? You oh, have that's a right. Portillo's yeah, right. down the street now. Why do they have a chile quili? Uh, so, I don't. Know, I can't even pronounce it. It's a corn tortilla chips tossed in. Why is that in the American flavors America's. of America? Uh, oh, oh, America. America. Okay. It's flavors okay. of America. Okay. That does okay. not mean U.S. Yeah. You're, yeah. Being, as, you're as, being very ethnocentric. <laughs> yes. You live in North America and yes. there's South yes. America. Yes, there is a South America. Yeah, okay. That's, that's right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, I'm just making sure I got all the... By the way, those were good. I can't pronounce that word either. They have a beer flight, which I um, always love I did love include pickle milkshake. That's right. As a good or bad? As a good. Oh, wow. Nice. With the plant-based impossible moussaka. Oh, where's that from? That would be from... Is that Japan? Do they have a Japan? No, that wasn't Japan. But basically, this is a... It's a plant-based dish. Some people have compared it to um, to shepherd's pie, but I would say it's a little different than shepherd's oh, pie. okay. But, All right. But it, the texture's a little... It's just a little different, but it was a good... As long as you don't assume that it's going to be some kind of sweet dish, it's a savory dish, it was, yeah. it was a good option. Okay. Now, the one major difference between this and the Craft Beer Festival is Craft Beer Festival goes for, what, about six weeks, maybe? Uh, maybe. Yeah. This goes about six months, and that's very little hyperbole. Okay. That's a little <laughs> hyperbole. It goes until November 18th. Yeah. It started... And it's, and it's been going since June 23rd. Yeah. No, June, July 23rd. No, July. End of July to mid-November that's that's damn near six months that's five months right so <laughs> yeah and the a, festival of the holidays will start soon after that. yes 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 oh i love their festivals i like you just gotta love epcot right this is a glorious place. sorry i wish you all could see this on video he's like <laughs> glowing when he says the word epcot <laughs> i'm so excited about this i'm thinking about tomorrow tomorrow's sunday uh, getting up and going and doing a vlog on the What's the thing where you at the end of the you get the five things to get the cheesecake or whatever? 
Emile's something for Maj Montage. Yes, I think I might do Sorry, a vlog on that. Sorry, those of you who've seen the movie Ratatouille 27,000 times, I apologize, but I believe that's correct. <laughs> I think I want to do that tomorrow. I just out of that, just because we're talking about it, I'm like, oh man, this all looks so good. I want to do it. So maybe I'll do that. You, you, yeah. So basically, what it is is at the end of the booklet, there's like five stamps you got to get or something to that effect. At different booths, you got to go order the food item. They stamp it, and at the end, if you get all five stamps, they essentially give you. a cheesecake as a prize or something well, i believe it's in a jar but yeah oh a jar oh so it's uh, like a souvenir jar yes Ooh, lovely i love me souvenir glassware <laughs> once again i really wish this was a video so you could see this what i'm being it's subjected to right glorious. now glorious yeah that sounds delightful so i may have to do that that sounds like a wonderful way to spend and, my and Sunday spoiler morning. the emile's fromage fun montage blah 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 yeah um it there's a cheese based items oh they're all cheese of some kind yes that's what gets them on the list. Okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, let me ask you this. What time do the booths open? Booths open technically at 11. 11. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I can I can get There's there. There's not a brunch cut that opens early. However, playing the blogger game, and i am not been in this game long enough to know this, some of the booths do technically open before 11. Ah. Like on when the, the day the Hawaii booth opened, it opened at 1040. Ah. Okay. So I had already ordered the food taken the photos, typed up my notes, had the laptop out, was done with the basic stuff I needed to do at 11 o'clock before I went to Noodles Exchange, which is the other booth that opened um, earlier this week. I, I call uh, BS on that because I've seen you at booths, and it takes you at least a half hour to take photos before you even take a bite of food. So if you got if it opened at 11.40, there's no chance you took 10. photos, ate it, did, a, did, a, did an article in 20 minutes. No chance. It's impossible. Okay, you go with that. That's <laughs> <just> not possible. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I am at Noodles Exchange, according to my notes, at 11.06. Uh, then you, you skipped it. You must have, you took one bite and you threw away the rest of it? No, know. I had all of them to be disgusted <laughs> with the wrapper. Uh, the wrapper? The wrapper of the sushi. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's weird. There's a wrapper over there. All right, uh, anything else you want to discuss about this festival? Um. Everybody's fascinated with Fry Basket. Um, oh, they always. I, I thought yeah. it was just average at best. I mean, let's see. It was good last year. Do they have the? It's just kind of. Do they have the Fry sampler or the the flight? Yeah, they still have the flight. Oh it's yeah, okay. Right oh, Fry flight. Yeah, I had it. I had it. Was it this event last year or was it a different? It, event? Last year, I believe, was the first year they had this. It was this event though, the food one. Okay, yeah, I had it last year, and I thought it was good. I'm trying to remember what I like the best. I think they were all pretty good. I think that mm, I think the salt and uh, vinegar fries were just kind of like bleh. compared to the barbecue and the sweet potato casserole fly, fries. Mm-hmm. Those two really jumped out in flavors, where the salt was kind of like just mid. So, yeah, eh, it was good. And do be careful if you go to this and you see on the menu you see pickle fries and you're thinking fascinated this is going to be fries that are seasoned with pickles. No, this is a classic bad market and bad. Description. Uh, so by what is it? Universal. It is a breaded. Universal. It, Universal by Disney. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of another thing I'm writing in a review yeah, about. Uh, about uh, Universal screwed something up. They call them pickle fries. You get a, a spear of a pickle that has been breaded and fried. It's okay. just a fry, a large fried pickle. Okay. Uh, it's wait. not a pickle fry. Honestly, that could go either. Pickle fries would indicate either a. It's okay, well, a hold pickle on. that's fried. Fries is plural. You get one. Okay, well that's that's wrong. Yeah. Okay, just I want to be okay. clear. Hey, I don't think it's as bad as many you're people out to went be. to the booth assuming they were getting fries with pickle seasoning. Pickle fries. So I'm just, I could see both. I'm ways. just warning you in advance. However, if you go to the booth, there are photos. You should be able to figure it out. So pickle in this, it could, and this is not accurate 100% because I'm, I'm no. But pickle, if it's an adjective. Then it's fries. You want to make a noun into an adjective. Yes, like right, pickle fries. So pickle, if the pickle is a noun, then it's a pickle that's fried. If pickle is an adjective, then it's fries that are flavored as pickles. Okay, just want to clarify. Tom is a very talented, intelligent person, <laughs> and who's, However, ar- who's arguing with a writer <laughs> on linguistics. I'm just saying, depending on how pickle you read it, fries, not yeah. pickle fry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just warning you that. This happens a lot. This is like my soapbox because I I encountered it yesterday. Of well, people who show up at Universal Orlando who have gone to a bad source, 
that told them to get tickets to Universal Studios Orlando, which is not a real place. They oh, show up boy. with tickets to Universal Studios Hollywood, and they oh, think they can get into the park. That's not and a good And they day. can't. Those yep. are not valid. Names matter yeah. and cost people hundreds of dollars. Yep. This will not cost you hundreds of dollars, but if you're expecting fries that look like the Fry Flight, which many people did, yeah. you've wasted $7, $8. Uh, okay. Well, you can ask before, right? It's always good. Why, when would, in doubt, why would you? My point is, I'm telling you, you don't need to ask. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying in general. If you read something and you question po- the possibility of it not being what you expect. Sorry, we can edit this out of the podcast. But when you see this menu, why would you question this? There's <laughs> uh, no reason to question. Uh, again, I could see, when I see pickle fries, I could think, oh, these are pickles that are fried like a French fry. I, 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 that's not a false, far stretch for me. Now, the fact that but there's only one. fried like a French fry. They're marinated like a cheese stick. <laughs> then I don't know. Yeah. Right. That doesn't make sense. I can't. I can't. My, my only point <laughs> is a lot of people bought them because they thought they were fries flavored as pickles. Yeah. They were thinking they could dip them in their pickle milkshake. Oh, okay. All right. That's kind of weird, but all right. I know. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, anything else? How about this poutine? Because that looks pretty good from this, this picture. This poutine. Refreshments port. Um, that's something that's around a lot. They recycle that. I wouldn't oh, okay. go for fresh. Eh, it looks pretty good. And this green thing looks good. This tangerine this cafe. Green thing. So, this green thing is awesome for the podcast at tangerine cafe. They have a few, it's basically yeah, a festival uh, food item now. Oh, they have a falafel pita. Mm-hmm. Tom enjoy. We've discovered uh, that Tom enjoys the falafel. I'm a big fan. At home. If you <laughs> see falafel, he, yeah. um, I know not to listen to his reviews of falafels. <laughs> Because he's gonna he's gonna upgrade them twenty percent. That's not true. However, that's not true. There. I believe all the falafels he's had, yes. at least with me, were good to start with. So I'm not hundred percent. Oh, they're so. I've good. not seen him say that a bad falafel was a good falafel. Yet. I don't think it exists, but I will find the first However, bad and I will I'm gonna, say it's I'm going to work on it. It's my it's my mission. <laughs> I love me some falafel. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to uh, end it then, unless you have anything more you'd like to. Uh, I'm sure we could rant and bore your audience oh, about food forever. You know, as, as as you tend to joke in the theme park world, there's Kevin Curtis Allen who jokes that you shouldn't be spending so much time talking about food on podcasts. And at that, I say, nay, my friend. Nay. Better talk about than eating it, right? I'm going to go eat it. So here in a oh, minute. Oh, so. yes. It's going to be glorious. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap up this episode. So thanks for my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, if you're in the greater Orlando area and you want a food festival, you have two to choose from if you get here uh, somewhat <laughs> soon. The SeaWorld Orlando Craft Beer Festival and, of course, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. So go and enjoy. And keep making memories. As always. Eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.